Hello, everyone. I'd like to welcome you all to the latest installment of Hydrocarbon Processing's podcast series, The Main Column. On today's episode, we are looking at the propylene production gap and how that's going to be an opportunity for integrated downstream players. Now, this podcast is adapted from the article of the same name, which is featured in the November issue of Hydrocarbon Processing Magazine. Now, before we get to the podcast, we'd like to thank our sponsor for this episode, Honeywell UOP. Now, Honeywell UOP is transforming the way the world works through innovations in energy transition technology and process that helps organizations create a cleaner, productive, and profitable future. Now, over the last century, Honeywell UOP's engineers and chemists have shaped the refining, petrochemical, and gas processing industries by turning laboratory science into industrial reality. UOP processes produce the fuels that power our cars, trucks, jets, and trains. They make the natural gas that heats our homes and serves as a source of power generation. They are also shaping the energy transition with their full suite of ready-now solutions to help transform the environment, including sustainable aviation fuel, advanced plastics recycling, energy storage solutions, technologies to replace natural gas with hydrogen, and carbon capture offerings. You can find out more at uop.honeywell.com. And now, on with the podcast. So among the challenges in the global crude oil refining industry are the price volatility of raw materials and the pressure from society to reduce environmental impacts, as well as reducing margins. The latest threat is the forecasted reduction in consumer demand for transportation fuel, so things like gasoline and diesel. So this predicament is compounded by several countries, primarily in Europe, announcing the banning of internal combustion engines. Now, despite the recent forecast, the demand for transportation fuels is still the primary revenue driver for downstream industry. But the feedstock for petrochemicals, so naphtha and ethane, is expected to increase through a forecasted period, while transportation fuel demand is forecast to level off or decline. Additionally, integrated refiners tend to achieve higher refining margins than conventional refiners that keep their operations focused on only transportation fuels. Now, the improvement in fuel efficiency and the growing market for electric vehicles are two reasons for the decline in transportation fuels market share in the global crude oil demand mix. Now, the new technologies like additive manufacturing have the potential to greatly impact transportation fuel demand as well. Now, furthermore, the higher availability of lighter crude oils favors the oversupply of lighter derivatives that facilitate the production of petrochemicals versus transportation fuels, as well as the higher added value of petrochemicals in comparison with fuels. So facing these challenges, the search for alternatives that will ensure the survival and sustainability of the refining industry has become a constant challenge for refiners and technology developers. Due to the similarities of infrastructure, a better integration between refining and petrochemical production processes appears to be an attractive alternative. Now, despite the advantages, it is important to consider that the integration between refining and petrochemical assets increases the facility's complexity, it requires more capital spending, and affects the interdependency of refineries and petrochemical plants. These factors have to be studied and analyzed on a case-by-case basis. Now, based on that description, it's possible to apply approaches detailed in the article Blue Ocean Strategy to classify the competitive markets in the hydrocarbon processing industry. Now, in this article, 
The author defines the conventional market as a red ocean, where the players tend to compete in the existing market by focusing on defeating competitors through the exploration of existing demand, leading to low differentiation and low profitability. Now, the blue ocean is characterized by a non-explored space, creating and developing new demand and reaching differentiation. Now, this model can be applied with some specifics once in a commodity market to the hydrocarbon processing industry, considering the traditional transportation fuel refineries and the petrochemical sector. So through these characteristics, the transportation fuels market can be imagined like the Red Ocean, where margins tend to be low and under high competition between the players with low differentiation capacity. Conversely, the petrochemical sector can be viewed as the Blue Ocean, where few players are able to satisfy market demand in competitive conditions, higher refining margins, and significant differentiations in relation to refiners dedicated to the transportation fuels market. So as previously explained, market forecasts indicate that refiners that can maximize petrochemicals production versus transportation fuels can achieve increased economic performance in the short term. So in this sense, Oil-to-chemicals technologies can offer even more competitive advantages to refiners with the ability to make the necessary capital investments to install additional processing units at their facilities. For some, the term differentiation in the HPI can be confusing. Differentiation is related to the capacity to reach more added value to the oil process at plants. So in this podcast context, Differentiation relates to maximizing petrochemicals yield, creating differentiation between integrated and non-integrated players. So in other words, it is possible to adapt the strategy to assure more added value to the process crude, leaving the red ocean of transportation fuels and reaping the benefits of the growing petrochemicals market. So let's look at propylene now. So propylene is one of the most important petrochemical intermediates. It's the second largest consumed petrochemical behind ethylene. Now, propylene is used as an intermediate in the production of several fundamental products. So things like propylene oxide, cumene, acrylic acid, and of course, polypropylene. Now, polypropylene is responsible for a major portion of propylene demand. Now, propylene is normally produced in three commercial grades. One, there's refinery grade with a purity varying from about 50% to 70%. For example, refinery-grade propylene is used to produce cumin. Now, number two is chemical grade, with a purity ranging somewhere in the 92 to 96%. And then there's polymer grade, with a purity of up to 99.5%. Now, this grade is used to produce polypropylene. So the primary sources of propylene are the steam cracking processes, fluid catalytic cracking units and refineries, olefins and metathesis, propane dehydronization, or PDH, and methanol to olefins processes. So according to industry forecasts, the petrochemical market is expected to grow over the next several years and be a major driver of increased oil demand globally. This is the primary reason refiners are investigating and, of course, investing in integrating petrochemical processing capacities into their existing facilities. Now, this will enable refiners to maximize their margins. As global petrochemical demand increases over the next 20 years, the production of petrochemical intermediates has become the focus of many refiners and process technology licensors. One such needed intermediate is propylene. Now, based on data from Honeywell UOP, 
there is a growing propylene production gap. And so due to the high added values of propylene, it is anticipated that refiners capable of maximizing propylene production can enjoy a significant competitive advantage in the market. Now, the global propylene market is forecast to surpass $150 billion by 2033, with the largest market for propylene being the Asia-Pacific region. Now, one area of interest is PDH technologies and the increase in licensed units. For example, the Turkish company SASA Polyester has announced plans to install a 1 million ton per year PDH unit, the world's largest, at its facility in Turkey. And according to market research company, the PDH to propylene market will increase from $10.3 billion in 2023 to nearly $23 billion in 2031. That's a compound annual growth rate of more than 9%. Now, despite these advantages, the competitiveness of the global propylene market is strongly dependent on operating costs. The primary factor in producing propylene is the cost of raw material. However, Another fundamental factor is the processing technology applied in propylene production. Now, of note is the competitive advantage of producing propylene through refinery purification, involving propylene separation from FCC liquefied petroleum gas and olefins recovery from off-gas. Now, this data reinforces the advantage integrated refiners have in maximizing propylene in their refining assets. Propylene production via steam cracking, or PDH, is cost competitive, but is subject to the cost of feedstocks. In the short term, there is a potential competitive imbalance in the hydrocarbon processing industry due to the growing demand for petrochemicals and the regions that have more integrated assets. Total capital investments in crude to chemicals complexes were approximately $300 billion in 2019, with 64% of spending being made by producers in Asia. When we look at a comparison between the relation of crude oil distillation capacity and the integrated refiner capacity for each region, Asian players have a larger integration capacity versus other regions, and this provides integrated Asian producers a significant competitive advantage. Now, maximizing propylene production can offer attractive opportunities to refiners, especially those in markets that are dominated by transportation fuels such as gasoline and diesel. So forecasts show a significant demand increase for petrochemicals globally, which is the driving force for refiners to integrate petrochemical processing units into their existing refining assets. So the synergy between refining and petrochemical processes enables integrated complexes to share materials and infrastructure, which creates additional value and increases processing margins. Now, the development of crude to chemicals technologies reinforces the necessity of closer integration and refining of petrochemical assets, especially with the demand for petrochemicals and transportation fuels moving in opposite directions in the long term. So again, we want to thank you for listening to this latest installment of Hydrocarbon Processing's podcast series, The Main Column. And again, we want to thank our sponsor for this episode, Honeywell UOP. You can find out more at uop.honeywell.com. Thanks for listening.